feel like to be successful as an entrepreneur, like it goes beyond having confidence. Like you gotta have conviction in your vision. But along that road, like you got people that look like you that you, that will even tell you not to do this. Right, right. Stop doing it. You're crazy if you think you're gonna cut you're gonna cut through the market. All this kind of yeah. stuff. Like it's not that people thought I was crazy. They just didn't believe in me, mm. or they didn't see my vision. Yeah. Every every person who has made great change on this earth, nobody saw their vision yeah. until they were on NBC front page, until they're on the New York Times front page. Until they're on Telemundo, Univision, Respect America. Until they see your shit on Whole Foods shelves, like, oh wow, this kid really made that thing happen. Like, dímelo, dímelo, mi gente, what's good? Welcome to another episode of the Quintuera's podcast, brought to you by Plural. Now you already know it's your boy Pavel, bringing you another special episode with another very special guest. Speaking of guests, the clip in the intro probably sounded like a familiar voice we've actually already had this guest on the podcast previously it was an episode that we'll leave a link in the show notes for his name hector carvajal who founded don carvajal cafe since the episode recording he's had a ton of accomplishments been featured on various outlets and he was even recently accepted into whole foods which we'll get into in this episode but your man is changing the face of coffee and really bringing Dominican coffee to the forefront. We get into a whole lot of things in this episode when it comes to professionalism versus authenticity. For example, the idea of being the youngest person in the room. Do people take him seriously? How is he received when entering these rooms and talking to people that are much older and experienced than him? Or what about social media? You know, there's this idea of like, first impressions matter and when people hear about us they automatically go to our social media well if you got somebody being vulnerable and open about their struggles that all entrepreneurs face are they going to trust your product or do you want to show the side of yourself that's all about success because people are more likely to buy from you if they know other people are buying it from you right and let's even stay on the topic of social media your boy has been verified but now you got people buying blue checks. There's this shift in perception when you have a blue check. And he has a couple funny stories about how customers and even his family started treating him differently. But there are a lot of other topics that we touched on. So let's get into the episode, which you're not going to want to miss. Wait, people. So people really think you're balling? People think I'm balling. How do you how do you know people think you're balling though? Well, they like oh you signed the Hope with Mini wants a million dollars. You signed with Fresh Direct, Mini wants another million dollars. Mini, when you're on NBC, or oh, you got Blue Check, or oh, another million. Every every accomplishment for associated <laughs> with a million dollars. Blue Check, million dollars. Hope was million dollars. Fresh Direct, million dollars. Like I have it's it's real thing. I, I mean, for me, they bro, they are. They really think I'm balling. It's like, bro, this, do you understand the life of an entrepreneur? And the thing is, most people, ninety eight percent of population, do not, and that's real shit. Wait, wait. <laughs> Tell me about what what is the famous DR say? Like, yo, bro, algo bien pa, pa la Navidad. It's more like una casa. It's more like consigue una visa de trabajo. Like, really? bring me on some work visa because you own a corporation. So they'll read up their shit, and then they'll be like, yo, what's up? So I did some research, and I know that if somebody owns a company that could request you as a worker, they're already doing the research. Doing the research, bro. Like on some worker visa shit. Like bring me as like you can't bring me as your cousin, but you could bring me as your employee. And I'm like, what? No, that's some shit you probably never thought about. Nah, bro. I had to say, "Buenos días, bro." You know, I never, I never saw that one coming. 
can you petition me via your company? It's like, how do I formally tell you no? How do you formally tell somebody? I, I can't afford myself. How could I afford you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But does that, does that come with like, what? Because you got, you kind of. we start now, right? Oh, we've been recording. Oh, I know, but like, this is just like us talking shit. Yeah, yeah. You'd be surprised. I know. <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, yeah, I feel like we're dropping some real shit. Um, but, but like, I think people think you got millions of dollars or like you killing it because like you also show that you're killing it though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So how much of it is like, like, do you think about that when you post content, like showing the highlights versus the lowlights? I have to, so like, I have, I clash with people who own other type of companies because if you sell a service, you might not relate to me selling a product. And people think that people who sell services that are reoccurring try to try to give me advice for a product. A product is a one-time thing. A service that's reoccurring is different. You have guaranteed bread next week. You have guaranteed bread next month. So it's like, as a product, people could buy it today and not come back next week. So that's why, so you gotta remind people- like a barber. A barber knows that if you're loyal to that barber, you're gonna come back next week or in two weeks. And they could kind of plan out their bread. Oh, I, for the last year, Fulanito de Tad has been coming through every week and this is how much he pays me on average, cool. I sell coffee with a commodity, you know what I mean? You don't go to a different barber every week. No. You can drink different coffee every week. So it's like, how do I get you to come back every week? As if I was your barber, as if I was a hairstylist, you know what I'm saying? As if I was your nail tech, to compare it to like the real world, right? Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's hard to sell a commodity because everybody's competing and coffee is the second most traded commodity in the world. So everybody's trying to get in it now. I mean, people have been getting in it, but oh, now it's cute. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like everybody <laughs> sees me as like, oh, coffee, yeah, I'm all going to you know, it's like how many Dominican coffee companies came after me? Like, I wasn't the one who founded coffee. I didn't invent coffee. But I've seen a few pop up after 2019. You know what I mean? I started in, like, 2018. And then ever so then, you know, I, start, I saw people pop up. And it was like, that's cool. That y'all hit me up for advice. And then y'all launched. And then, like, I see some similarities and things, you know? But it's cool because I, I, I appreciate people who built the blueprint before me. So then it's like me building a blueprint for people. But then I'm on a level of, like... So you paying for consulting? Cause it's like, nah, so I'm a Dominicano, we be cool, whatever. It's like, yeah, but people hit me with the consulting. So how am I not gonna hit you? Because when I didn't have gas to put in my car, when I didn't have food, money to put food in my stomach, nobody was like, nah, forget the consulting, here's some bread, put some gas money in your car, go to work. Nah, like, do I just skip the line? You know what I mean? So tell me about that though. Like, is it, it must be kind of like, it must feel good for people to seek out consulting. Yeah. So, but at the same time, it's like post consulting, you probably don't feel like you're compensated. And then it's like, wait, you just want to consult, but you don't want the beans? It, it's like, I actually get annoyed when people hit me up for consulting. Really? Yeah. 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 Because at first, was it always like that? No, it's more like, I'm going to tell you why I feel, I sometimes feel annoyed about consulting because people don't want to pay for it. People hit you up for consulting. But they don't call it consulting, they call it advice. Yeah. Oh, let me pick your brain. Let me pick your brain. Let me get some advice. Let me pick your brain. And then you hit them with the, oh, my initial, my initial consultation is 500 bucks just to talk to you for 30 minutes. Why? What do you think you are? But you hit me up yeah, because yeah. you saw the value of my work. Guess what? Somebody hit me with a $20,000 consultation fee. So I'm looking out crazy for you. So it's one of those things where it's like, People hit you up for your work 
because they see your worth, but then they don't want to pay anything for it. Yeah. No, so I'm a Bonner, you from the Bronx, I'm Dominican, we both immigrants, we both young, blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? Ain't nobody cut me slack because of all those things. And I had to bust my ass and work hard for it. So how how much this kind of feel? That's what I mean, I'm broke too. That's almost some way. I gotta pay my rent on the first, just like you. Yeah, and yeah. me taking time out of my job to give to you is me taking time away from my hustle. Yeah. So then it's like, if I don't work for myself, I'm not making anything. Like people don't get that. Me stopping my work is me stopping making money for myself. So if you want me to stop my work and do something for you, you got to compensate for that time because I work 24 seven. Like, with the exception of Sunday and Monday, which is self-care days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. almost like a little guilt trip though. It's kind of like, nah, but we, we cousins, we both Dominican, yeah, yeah, yeah. we both in the Bronx, we both in risk. Like, do you feel like it's almost like your own people sometimes trying to like take the most advantage? Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like in our community, it's, it's tough, you know what I mean? Like, I get it, there's a monetary cost of things. Like, yeah, things cost money and yeah, we don't have it, but people ask you questions for business advice. People ask you for advice to make money. Like, my thing is this, if you're asking questions that are gonna reap you benefits of making money, then you need to pay money for it. Everybody wants the free information to make money on it. It's like, that's not how this works. You gotta invest in the stock market to see if it works. You don't just buy the stock for free. You gotta buy the stock. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta buy the stock and then it's the gamble and it's up to you. But like, everybody everybody wants to do it until you gotta pay for it. Yeah. Oh, I bet that. Hold up. Yeah, that's a nice Porsche. Yeah, you gotta buy it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you could test drive it, but you gotta buy it. That's gotta be a little bit disappointing too, because what I've heard from most, from a lot of entrepreneurs is like, they think that their first customers or their best customers are gonna be people that look like them as well. Right, right. But I think you ran into a lot of hurdles, specifically with like people doubting you because of like your age. Oh yeah, yeah. The age thing is a very big thing. Like imagine a 22 year old, I started when I was 22. Imagine a 22 year old telling a 45 year old how to do their job. People look at you sideways. I got X amount of kids. Uh, I own a business or I've been in my career for X amount of years. You know what I mean? Like, bro, it's tough. And I, I, I try to flip it like, all right, cool. Like I'm 45 and I got this little kid telling me what to do. When you think you have all the knowledge in the world, but you're in a whole new industry, you're in a whole new set, like you gotta change the game up. You know what I mean? A lot of people come from nine to five jobs and like, oh, I got all this bread saved up. I've always dreamed about having a coffee shop. It's not that cookie cutter. Yeah. I call it cookie cutter, bro, because it's not just the mold and it's just fixed. Like now, nah, every space has new challenges. Every industry uh, is evolving. You know, you gotta adapt to the time. So a lot of the times I do face challenges because of my age, because people don't take me serious or they don't think I'm, I don't know, they don't think I'm eligible or qualified because of my age. And it's like, homie, I've put in more work than you in your whole life. But do do you do have people like what have people told you specifically, or is it more so like looks when you show up? Because it's like I'm imagining you sending an email and be like, "Yo, so let's set up this meeting," and they expect a certain person to show up, and then this young dude shows I've up. I have people confused. Like, wait, are you the grandson? Are you like his assistant? They tell you that. They think it's my grandfather showing up, and then they see me, and it's like, yeah, I'm Don Carvajal. I said, like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm Don Carvajal. I am the, I'm him. I'm the plug. Yeah. <laughs> and they me confused. And it's just like, yeah, like, you know, this is me. But I, like the age thing, I feel like sometimes people don't take you serious or you're not qualified because of your age. Like, you know how many people I gave ideas to or I gave advice to and then they didn't take it. And then six months later, everything went to shit. And they were like, damn, heck, you was right all along. And it's like, well, I told you the first time. 
the same way your parents be like, I told you so. It's like, <laughs> I'm over here like 25, 26 years old. Like, I told you so, you're six year old. You know what I mean? Like, just listen to the kids, bro. Like, the one thing I appreciate about my mother is that she listened to me, bro. Like, when I was 16, I was like, God, you're like, you can get caught up in the sauce of the hood and you get lost in the streets. And she was like, yo, what could I do to support you to be successful? I'm like, I like 16, bro. And I was like, yo, just trust me. Because you not trusting me, and you may not, you not letting me go to my little party that I want to go to, when I'm telling you the truth, is me going behind your back. Because like I, as a young kid, when your parents don't trust you, when anybody doesn't trust you, the thing of the day, you still want to do what you want to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you're going to go to that party. If you got to sneak out the fire escape, you don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to go. So my thing with my mom was like, we built a really great relationship of like, yo, just trust me, and I'll do right by you. Yeah. Just trust me. But if you don't trust me, then I can't be honest with you because you're making me go around you to do what I'm, I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to do what I got to do regardless. But I want to do it the right way. Like, yeah. mom, I'm going to go, I'm going to go hang out with Fulanito de Tal. I'm letting you know. Cool. Great. I went to hang out. I came back. Great. Oh, you going to pick me up? Even better. Great. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where just trust. Trust and, and honesty is, is the way to go. I feel like I feel like to be successful as an entrepreneur, like it goes beyond having confidence. Like you gotta have conviction in your vision. But along that road, like you got people that look like you that you, that will even tell you not to do this. Right, right. Stop doing it. You're crazy if you think you're gonna cut you're gonna cut through the market, all this kind of yeah. stuff. Like, tell me about a point where you were like you're most discouraged. I feel like people aren't crazy for not believing in you in the beginning. Like people didn't yeah. it's not that they they it's not that people thought I was crazy. They just didn't believe in me. Mm. Or they didn't see my vision. Yeah. Every, every person who has made great change on this earth, nobody saw their vision yeah. until they were on NBC front page, until they're on the New York Times front page, until they're on Telemundo, Univision, Britain America, until they see your shit on Hopeful shelves like, oh, wow, this kid really made that thing happen. Like, you know, I wonder how people who I went to college would feel. Like, damn, I walked past that kid when he was doing tastings in the lunchroom. Yeah. Bro, I used to do tastings in my college. Like, yo, what up? Niggas used to walk past me, like, and now they hit me up. Yo, bro, what's up? It's been so long. I always knew you was going to make it. Yeah. Like, you used to walk right past me, bro. Yeah. And not even pay me attention. You ain't yeah. even post your shit. You ain't even post my shit on the grant. <laughs> <laughs> you had me. You had access, but you you saw right past it. And it's so good. I don't put it past you. I, how, does it, how does it feel to get those messages, though? It's like, get out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, give, give me people a, hit me up. Like, give me a feeling that comes out with emotion when you think about that stuff. Emotion is like, you wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? When I had no gas in my car to deliver, you wasn't there. When when I got stuck on the side of the road because I ran out of gas, you wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? Geico was there. I had to call him, like, <laughs> yo, Geico, do you guys have a service? And, and you know, and we figured it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I got orders that I didn't have enough money to fulfill, you wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? Well, I used to take the New York City train with boxes of coffee to Bushwick, to Staten Island, bro, to deliver it, to save bread to buy a minivan. Like, y'all wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it's like, when people hit me up on that type of time, it's like, you had the opportunity to have access. Yeah. You had the opportunity to build with me, but you ain't see it. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to sacrifice anything. They just want everything made. As you think about some of those points, like, what was the most discouraging point where you just, like, maybe they were right? Oh, bro, six, seven months ago, I was I was in Westchester County, like in Yonkers, in my Maronek, doing Uber Eats, bro, to eat myself and like put gas in my car. Like, bro, like sales got slow. COVID's changed the whole game up. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
the summer of 2020, 2022, I was doing markets, but markets weren't the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was doing e-commerce. E-commerce wasn't the same. I'm like, yeah, I got to switch the strategy up. Yeah. And like, I've been depressed. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've gotten to low points of like, damn, bro. Like, I don't got bread. I don't got coffee. My credit card is maxed out. I don't got no gas. Yeah. How am I do it? If I sell coffee, how am I sell coffee if I don't got it? How am I deliver the coffee if I don't got gas? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to pay car insurance even if you're not selling a dollar. Facts. You know what I'm saying? You got to put gas even if you're just driving around trying to do sales. You still got to pay gas. Yeah. You could you could go to 100 coffee shops and if they all say no, you still got to refill the tank. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I've got it to no points where my accounts is negative, credit cards is maxed out. Um, and it's like, what you going to do? Call people? I'm the type, bro. I'll deal with it. I won't call nobody. Like, I'll figure it out. Is that, I, some, I, is that some man shit? I, I don't know, bro. I think, I think it's like some... I think the way my mom raised me was like, nigga, you're gonna figure your own shit out. Like, I don't like bothering people, bro. Like, I like. Who do you talk to about? Like, at that low point, like, who do you tell about that? Myself, bro. You don't tell anybody? No. So, how many people knew about that story? No, but not even my girl. Not even your girl? Yeah, nah, nah. She thought, she thought I was the happiest guy then. Yeah, yeah. That shit must be exhausting, though, putting yeah, up like a face is. of like. Bro, you gotta put up a front. It's like, you could be low, you could be depressed, but it's like at the end of the day, I look at life like you got you. The only person who will look out for you if they're genuine is your mom. Because they birthed you, bro. They took care of you. Then they being in culo, bro. Like, that's the person who's going to look after you. Like, yeah, you got a girl or a wife and they're going to look after you. But everybody looks out for themselves. Like, if it came to it right now, we both got to go. Yeah. I got to live. Facts. I mean, if the plane going down, you got to put your own mask on, right? Yo. The plane tell you, put your own mask on. After your mask is secured, take care of the neighbor. Yeah. But the plane tell you, if this plane is going down, put your mask on first. Yeah. You focus on this person, then the time runs out, and now you clip. But you say, great, cool, you're a hero. Yeah. You're a hero six feet under the ground. Like, I'm good. Yeah. That. I want to create impact. You know what I'm saying? So when I've gotten to the lowest points, bro, I always took care of myself. Like, I always did it for me. Like, I just don't, I just don't like bothering people. I don't like owing anybody anything. Like, I don't owe nobody bread. Me too. I don't owe nobody anything. Like, nobody could be like, he's successful. He's where he's at because of me. And it's like, everybody had the opportunity to say that. Yeah. Y'all all had it. Yeah. But nobody took it. If y'all did it, y'all could have took that title. But nah, I got myself here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I got me. When you get, when I get low, I got me. When I get up, I got me too. It's just like, it's just me, me, me. Bro, that's tough. All right, when I was when I was in college, somebody said like, "Yo, everyone gets the same degree. No one's degree says, well, this person had the help of a tutor." Right, right, right. Everyone gets the degree. Like, right, right. Yeah, I'm a little worried, bro. Like, I think I. It's intense, bro. It's a test. It's intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so as an entrepreneur, bro, like sometimes I wish I had business partners, mm -hmm. but the other moments I don't because I just want the creative freedom. I want to do whatever I want to do. If I want to take, if it's me and one more team member in my company and I want to go to Colombia because we earned 5,000 bucks this month yeah. or this year, yeah. cool. Like, let's just take a little trip to the farms. You can understand the product we're selling and you can meet Juan. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, whatever it is, you know? But I like the freedom. Um, I like being creative in my own way. I don't mind it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would love to have a business partner, but I'm kind of good off of that. I get calls all the time. Like, yo, do you need an investor? Like, I got a hundred bucks on my bank account, but I'll be all right. Hey, you know, yeah. you know, like I've turned down half a mil. Like I'm good off of that. So what gets you through those points? Like you put on some meek mill dreams and nightmare. Like what should we be doing to like, cause that, those are some, those are some things that we got to get over to then 
feel productive and feel fulfilled and all of those kind of things? Like, what gets you out of it? It's bigger than me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I look at where I want to go. Like, I'm like, yeah, why did I even start this? It's like, oh, I remember why I started this. I hated sitting at a desk when I was an intern. Like, I interned at mad different companies. And I was like, yo, I hate this shit. Yeah. I hate sitting here. Like, I, I'm not diagnosed with ADHD, but I swear I got that shit. You know what I mean? I feel like, yeah, yeah. though, like, I love being an entrepreneur because I love moving around. I love switching my environment of work every Same. day. Like, I go to different coffee shops. I go to the roastery. I'm manufacturing coffee. Then I'm hanging out with Whole Foods, working on this packaging. And then I'm at First Direct hauling boxes. And then I'm, then I'm at the factory pulling the sacks. Like, I love that because the work always feels new. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, so I remember, like, why did I start this? The freedom, you know what I mean? To, to do whatever I want with my time. Yeah. But it's funny because, like, I don't have time. Yeah. <laughs> but at some point, I will have total control of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I think thinking about that bigger pic picture is so important because yeah. I've told you this before, like you are changing people's perspective on so many things. Like when I thought of DR, like I never thought about coffee. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Like people tell you that, like you're changing the way people even think about Dominican coffee. More or less, more or less. And it mainly hit because of the platform. Like I didn't need hopefuls to say it. I kind of knew it, but when I pitched it, it was like, oh, wow, we don't have any Dominican coffee on our shelves. We would love to have yours. It was like, oh. Wait, they never had Dominican coffee on uh, the shelves? Not in this region. You know what I mean? Like, they've definitely had it in other places, but not the Northeast. How does that, how does that feel to be, like, the first, bro? It's dope, because me, me and my mom love Whole Foods. You know what I mean? We're not bougie. If you actually go shop to a Whole Foods and you go to a local seed town or Cherry Valley, you might see that Whole Foods actually more affordable <laughs> than the spot in the hood. Yeah. And my theory is that they swipe, they run it up because you're using food stamps. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're using food stamps, does it really matter if you're paying more for it? Oh, my mom goes to Trader Joe's and Whole Foods and uses the EBT joint. And yeah. the quality's way better. Yeah. And the price might be better or the same. But to be the first at your age, like, don't downplay that shit. That's a big deal, bro. It is. It, it is a big deal, but it just feels like my job. It's just like, I just go to work every day. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't... Some, some kid actually the other day, like... Oh my God, you're gonna be on Telemundo on Wednesday. Are you excited? I'm like, you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I, I mainly get excited when my mom is in it. That's when I get really excited. Like, I'm not trying to sound like I'm not humble, but like, I'm used to it. It's a part of my job. It's called marketing. I feel the same. I feel the same way. Marketing, bro. Like, it's just like, it's a part of my job. Yeah. It's just normal now. Like, at first it was like, oh my God. And then it was like, I can't act, oh my God, on this interview. Like, yeah, my name's yeah. like the Cabral. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it just becomes a part of life. It's like artists when they perform. It's just like, it's just another performance. Bro, I felt the same way. So the other day I got accepted to speak at South by Southwest. And people are like, yo, that's such a big deal. Like, people pay mad money to even try to get an application in. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, but I struggle in celebrating anything. Right. I think it's my anxiety. Like I'm always thinking 10 steps ahead and like always thinking to the next move. Even like this interview right now, I'm like, yeah, what clip is gonna pop off? What am I gonna post this? Where am I gonna do this? And all this kind of things. Like, do you also struggle to celebrate? Like, how do you celebrate these wins? I sometimes don't, you know what I mean? I feel like the thing about what I do is that I sell a product. So I could be on TV a thousand times. I could be on the best news channels, but if I didn't sell one bag of coffee, what am I celebrating? Mm -hmm. Cloud don't pay the bills. Facts. Cloud don't pay my rent. Facts. People see me on all these channels, it's like, yo, you popping. Bro, Cloud don't pay my bills. <laughs> if my landlord called me like, yo, bro, <laughs> yeah. Telemundo, I saw you this morning. You don't got to pay rent, my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It don't go down like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it'd be different, bro. But, so Cloud don't pay the bills. And like, 
I'm finally getting to that stage where like me being on CNBC actually sold a good amount of coffee. Like we sold some good bread, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I've been doing this for so long. I'm like, yo, how do I convert the media into sales? Yeah. Because sales is what pays my team. Sales is what pays my bills. Sales is what affords my little minivan to deliver coffee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and um, it's cool, you know what I mean? But it's just another part of my job. Yo, how I think the CNBC interview was was fascinating because I think for the first time you were at, you were transparent about what really goes down behind the scenes. It's something as simple as like how much you get paid, right? Versus like how much your business makes. Like was that weird? Like oh yeah, going into it, like people going crazy. I mean, but going into it behind the scenes, you are just like, damn, this is the first time I'm gonna be public about this. I mean, it it was mad, bro. That that feature was mad work. It was three days of shooting. It was like twelve hours a day. It was work for like a eight, eight minute clip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like full production, but it was dope. It was one of the best features I've ever done. Um, Why? But, uh, cause it, it got in depth. Once they started asking for tax returns, I was like, oh, they getting the real numbers. So like whatever numbers y'all got, that was my bank statements and my bank account and my tax returns. That was no cap, you know what I mean? Like sure. these, these news channels, it's called journalism. Like they gotta vet their numbers. Whatever information they put out, they have the license that they gotta do that. Right. So it was it, it it was weird, but like I don't care, bro. I'm I'm mad open about my journey. Like if you think I'm balling, I'm not. You know what I mean? And some people are like, yo, he, he pays 25k to himself so he can get Medicaid. Like no, I was born and I had that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we've been had that since I was born, since I got to this country. Um, uh, but yeah, we don't we don't pay ourselves anything to cut corners or get certain benefits. Like oh, he uses it to get food stamps. I don't even get that. People say, oh my God, he only lived on 25K. And it's like, well, guess what? The year before that, I lived on nothing. <laughs> I didn't pay myself anything, bro. Like, I just paid myself the least that I could from the company this week. So I didn't pay myself yeah. to pay employees this week. So that I used my personal credit card again to yeah. buy coffee. You know what I mean? Because, like, when the, com when the company don't got it, don't, it don't got it. But it, ain't that fascinating? Like, every, like, no matter how much money you would have paid yourself, people would have always said something. Oh, yeah. Even if you paid yourself 100% of what you made, people were like, yo, but he's. He's paying himself too much. Right. You pay yourself too little, be like, yo, but he's trying to take advantage of the system. Right, 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 right. Bro, can I live? Right, 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 right. Yeah, my thing is like, I used to read comments. Yeah. Like, I, bro, I'm the type to engage. Like, I'm, I'm about the people. It's like, yo, let's talk. If you're like some person from a different point in America and you have a certain point of view, like, I want to talk to you. What's in your head, my boy? What do they talk to you about at dinner? About people like me? Like, let's really talk in this YouTube comment section. Let's go crazy. And then at some point I unsubscribe, like I'm good off of that. Cause you saw something wild? Bro, like it's just the comments is crazy. You could never win. Yeah. If you're gonna, like my thing is this, you're watching a video about me and you're commenting about me. I'm the follower, I'm the leader, you're the follower. Like you're here getting entertained by me. Right, right. You clearly watch the full clip cause right. you're commenting on stuff from the beginning, middle and end. You felt inclined to say something. I don't got to say nothing. I already said what I was going to say. Yeah. I'm good off of that. Have a good night. Yeah. And people get tight. Like, hey, you're not going to reply. And it's like, I'm good off of that. Like, at some point, you got to unsubscribe. Like, my mom has been the most, my mom has been the biggest supporter since day one. And somebody put in the comments, like, yo, your mom is your slave, bro. I'm like, I bet. Cool. We're good. I'm clocking out. Like, and it's like, bro, you just, it's like in the hood, you know what I'm saying? There's certain principles. Yeah. I'm not talking about nobody's mom, my boy. Like, <laughs> like, what's the point of that? Yeah. You know, it's all fake accounts. It's all people who don't want to put a face. Like, they all soft. But there's, I, right, there's, there's a bunch of like hate and probably negative things that you probably get in the comments, but there's probably a lot of oh, nice, there's my love. 
reaffirming lovely shit that you get in the comments. Tell me, tell me about one that hit you the other day. He was like, that's why I'm doing this. I feel like the main thing for me is on people being in the comments, they love me or what? They love me. You know what I'm saying? It's like, when it's my peoples. Cause it's like, yo, it, it's dope to see a Dominican kid yeah. putting on for the culture in a positive light. Like that, that's the stuff that I was like, you're right. Because I could have been a boy from the block and yeah. selling drugs and doing all kinds of stuff. And it's like, not that that's the connotation, but that's what I grew up around. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, cool. The world has its perspective out people of color and Dominicans and immigrants and whatever. I don't care what that is. Yes. My story is my story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's cool that I could do something that could shed a positive light on certain things. Mi gente, that wraps up this week's episode of the Can't Do It As podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please do us a favor. Leave a rating, a review. The only way that we're going to redefine professionalism is by ensuring that more people hear these experiences. And your engagement is going to help that. Thank you. And see you next time.